Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for that share. Thank you so much for what everyone got to say this morning. Again, my name is Alexander Gonzalez. I'm coming to you live from St. Petersburg, Florida. Again, update on my throat and voice and vocal cords. They still don't know what's going on. Uh, my voice is sounding a little bit better. <clears throat> I'm not coughing as much as I was before, which is awesome because that was uh, messing up with my sleep. Uh, but now uh, it is, it, my voice is a little bit um, weaker today, I can tell, than it was yesterday. Um, so hopefully everyone can hear me and you guys can bear with me. And um, I might be asking for um, more audience participation today because my voice is quite strained and it does kind of bother me. So uh, if you are here and you are willing to help participate, when I ask for participation, I want you to unmute and say, I'm here, y'all. I'm here, y'all. I'm here, Yes, I love it, I love it. Good, I love it, I love it, I love it. I have to tell you that um, it has been 
uh, we are now in May. So it has been going into, I mean, gosh, it feels like June's gonna be here any second, but um, it's been almost a year and a half, almost 18 months that I've had the privilege of being part of this community. And um, it was March of last year, so a year and two months when I was given a segment on Breakfast with Champions, and it has been an incredible ride. And so one of the things that, because I really love this title, the title of the, of the room today is, you've never had opportunity like this before. And when that really stirred up for me is, is kind of my first, the beginning of me finding Clubhouse and then ultimately what that did for me in my life. And so you guys have heard the story multiple times, but I want to kind of give paint a different picture. Uh, the picture that maybe you didn't see, not, not my story of uh, here on Clubhouse, but what was happening in my life prior to Clubhouse. And then when this opportunity showed, what did I do with the opportunity? How did I run with it? And kind of what were some of the things that ultimately helped me take advantage of an opportunity that I never had before? which was Clubhouse. And so uh, I'm gonna tell the story quickly of how I got back on because I know I've told it multiple times, but every single time we talk, we actually have um, a new audience. And so it was January 19th of 2021, so uh, a year and five months ago. And on January 19th, I got a text message from somebody that I hadn't heard from in over two years. Uh, you guys know that I'm a professional network marketer and he was someone that joined my network marketing team. He was an online fitness dude. He joined, he bought the big pack, did everything, and then never did one thing. <laughs> never showed up to any Zoom, wouldn't respond to my text messages. It's like, I don't understand what happened. He bought purchases you know, to, to do this and then chose not to do anything with it. Well, I didn't understand why that happened, but also in network marketing, we understand that happens. So you kind of roll with the punches, you allow people to kind of get plugged into the system if they want. And um, you just kind of understand that sometimes there's attrition and that's what's gonna happen. Well, I don't even necessarily believe that God put him into my path so that we can do business together through Clubhouse. I think that that was the initial thing that I thought that God put him into my, my path for. And so that's what I was kind of hoping would happen. But I realize now that the reason that God placed this man in my life was because one day someone would invite him to Clubhouse and he'd jump on Clubhouse. And back then you only got two invites. And once you got those two invites and you had to be invited to get on Clubhouse. And so he had two invites to give out. And when he was thinking about people that would be awesome at utilizing this app, I happened to be someone that he thought of, someone he hadn't talked to in over two years. But he reaches out to me out of the blue and he says, hey, have you ever heard of Clubhouse? And I said, no, what is it? <laughs> nice to hear from you. <laughs> and he's like, if I gave you an invitation to try out this new social media app that's all about your voice, would you use it? I only get two invitations. And I said, absolutely, it sounds like fun, let me know. So he sends me the invitation, I jump on, I fill out my bio, and I go into the first room that I see in my hallway. And the first room that I see in my hallway happens to be a room that is being, um, that is being run and, and moderated by Nate Forrest and Tom Challen. I didn't know who Nate Forrest or Tom Challen were. I didn't, uh, all I know is that the room that I was in was talking about a topic that I had a little bit of information in. And so I raised my hand and I got on stage and I spoke. And in speaking, it stirred something within Nate Forrest. Nate saw something in me that I'm forever grateful. And after that um, moment on that stage and that, the, you know, ended up being on there for a couple hours, he reached out and he's like, hey, I'm gonna be putting together a crew of people that are gonna to come together and we're gonna create something under the Breakfast of Champions called the Social Media Show and I feel like you would be a great addition. And so that was on a Wednesday or Tuesday, or, you know, it was in the middle of the week. And that following Monday, which was January 25th, so four days after I, or excuse me, five days, six days after I joined, I still had my party hat and everything. 
I was one of the main moderators on the social media show. At that time, we had about 40 main moderators. We had two different uh, Instagram chats to be able to have all the mod, all the mod uh, chats kind of going and it eventually dwindled down till there was 10 of us that consistently ran that show for well over a year and still to this day, are very, very close. We will all be together. A, a huge chunk of us will be together the first weekend of June in uh, Vegas. And then I think all of us will be together in Denver in the middle of June for the Embrace Your Ambition Conference. But so you guys have seen, you've had pretty much a front row seat to that story, right? So you know that part and that was awesome. I'm so grateful. Let me explain what was going on in my life prior to Clubhouse coming into it. So prior to Clubhouse coming into my life, I had the business that I have. The business was successful. The business coming into Clubhouse was already doing over six million in sales a month. Or that's a lie, excuse me, a year. <laughs> About five hundred thousand dollars in sales a month. Um, but I was kind of, sort of, just going through the motions. It felt like I needed something to shake me up. I needed something to get me excited again. I needed something that felt like I was utilizing my skill sets that God had naturally given me in a way that fulfilled me in a way that I never knew I needed to be fulfilled. So when this app came into my life and the opportunity to use my voice like never before also entered in my life, I had an opportunity I didn't even know A existed and it was an opportunity I didn't even know that I needed. Because even though there was success in my business prior to Clubhouse, by the grace of God, my business has been able to scale even more since finding Clubhouse. It's even grown more. Last year, we did over 7 million in sales, which was awesome. That was a, I had been around the 6 million a year mark for a couple years. So seeing that growth was like, oh my God, thank you, Jesus. This is phenomenal. But it's because, and I, I mentioned it earlier, I realized that what Clubhouse did for me was that it provided me a space that gave me the three things that Jay Shetty says at the three C's that every single person should have in their life. And that's a coach, that's community, and that's consistency. I said it in the beginning. And what Clubhouse did for me is it put me in a space and specifically what Breakfast with Champions did for me was it put me in a space that I was now suddenly surrounded by some of the best coaches in the world, freely giving their coaching, freely sharing of their knowledge with those around them. It put me in a place where I had a gorgeous, incredible community of people that came together, wanted my success, loved on me and allowed me to freely love on them. And it created a consistency that I had lacked. Now for any of those people that work from home or work for themselves, uh, or you're uh, you know, a, a place where you kind of have to manage your time on your own, you don't have a boss that's over you making sure you're doing things uh, when you're supposed to, et cetera, it can be hard to be consistent. It can be hard to not become complacent and wake up and stay in your boxers, grab your laptop and start working and not really even start your day like you used to. If you know that working for yourself or working from home or being someone who manages yourself is difficult, I want to hear an, oh yeah, that can be hard. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It is hard. I remember when I started entrepreneurship in 2017, July 1st, my first day of full-time entrepreneurship after running this side hustle for six months before I finally got to step on and do this full-time. And that, that day one of July 1st, my first day of entrepreneurship, it will be six years this July, I woke up and I was like, oh Lord, what do I do now? <laughs> I was accustomed to going to work and in the nooks and crannies of my days, do the, uh, the side hustle, not do the side hustle all day. And it was hard. It was hard to figure out that I needed to have a certain level of consistency. It was hard to understand that if I was going to take this to the next level, I had to act as if I was the CEO of my own company, which means 
CEOs don't stay in their boxers all day. CEOs get up and are consistent. CEOs get up and have a certain schedule and program that they kind of follow every single day. Because CEOs have a high level of expectation that's placed upon them by shareholders, by the owner of the company, whatever it may be. Maybe they are the owner. Maybe it's their own bank account that's putting the pressure. Whatever it is, they have to do things at a certain, a certain way in order to accomplish what they want to accomplish. And I figured out my DMOs, my daily method of operation. I figured out how to do my day, and it was successful. But it wasn't until I came to Clubhouse. It wasn't until I came to Breakfast with Champions. It wasn't until I had the opportunity that I've never had before that things really started working into place. You see, it wasn't just my business that has grown, which is phenomenal, I'm super grateful, but the desires of my heart have grown because many of those desires of my heart have come to fruition by the grace of God and thanks to Clubhouse. Things that I never thought that I'd get the opportunity to do, I'm doing. Dreams I never thought would ever come to fruition have come to fruition. So what did I do when this opportunity knocked? And I had the opportunity to run with this. Well, the story that many of you don't know is that on January 25th, the first day of the social media show, January 25th, 2021, was also day one of me going into real estate school. <laughs> I'd been doing network marketing at that point uh, for you know almost five years. I had some free time. I wanted to get into investing some real estate. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get my real estate license and I'm going to, I can, I can do, I can have a side hustle. Now that this side hustle is full time and it's going well, I'm going to have this other side hustle of real estate, really learn the game and start building wealth. That's going to ultimately be, lead to legacy wealth. So I had already signed up for real estate school I'd already paid. It was 350 bucks to go to this real estate school. It was going to be for three weeks straight. Um, from nine, I want to say it was like from nine to one uh, for Monday through Friday. It was via Zoom because of COVID. And so while I was on the social media show, I, I, I don't even know if many of them know this. I was also on a Zoom, not paying attention to my real estate class, <laughs> but showing up on time, putting my face and pretending like I was taking notes while I was actually moderating the social media show on Breakfast with Champions. <laughs> I would literally be available for the first two hours of class every day. And then the rest of class, I was blowing it off because I was doing social media show. I ended up taking the test at the end of the class. I passed it. I had my real estate license in the past. Um, so I knew that I could pass that class test because the class test is pretty easy. And the state exam is what needs to go next. I made a decision in that moment after I took the class test and I passed and got my little, you know, paper that stated that I passed the class, I passed the class test and I was eligible to sit for the state exam. I was really excited about the potential of that opportunity, but I had an opportunity that knocked that I never had before. And I never I had no idea where this opportunity could take me. Now, I didn't know what was the best choice if uh, sticking with real estate and giving little attention to Clubhouse was the way to go or deciding to go all in with Clubhouse and really give it the effort that it deserved or I felt it deserved because where I thought it could take me. So I did two things. First, I went to God. I prayed. I asked him to speak to me, give me, you know, the chills, the goosebumps. Let me know that it's you. Let me understand that you want me on this path. And number two, I spoke with my wife. Now, unfortunately, I didn't get the golden fleece moment like Gideon with God, <laughs> where I knew for a fact that he was telling me this is the path that I was on. But I got something that I also wasn't expecting. I thought for sure 
when I talked about this little app to my wife and I was deciding whether or not I was going to go all in on this app or continue pursuing real estate. Not that I couldn't do two, but at the time in my life, I really couldn't. And back then, if you guys understood how Clubhouse was when we first started, you weren't just spending your morning on here. You were spending, you were sleeping four hours a day and 20 hours a day were on Clubhouse. If y'all remember those 20 hour Clubhouse days, let me know that you remember. Absolutely. And so uh, th there wasn't any time to try to juggle something else. It was like, I listen, I remember being in a room waiting over two hours to finally say something. It was like at 3 a.m. that I finally got the opportunity to talk and I could not wait to have that opportunity to talk. When you went into Clubhouse back then, there was a lot of people in the room and the queue was long and there were all these crazy rules. And I thought for sure that my wife was just going to be like, babe, what is this? Now, come on, let's figure out how to generate more income. Hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Not a new little app. And so when I didn't get the golden fleece moment from Jesus, from God, and he wrote it on the sky and said, Alex, go for Clubhouse. I didn't get that moment. But I got something else. I got support from my wife. I got my wife saying, babe, I don't really understand what this is. I don't really know what it is that you're doing on here, talking all the time. I don't know why you have an earbud in during every meal now. <laughs> that is not allowed anymore. But I see the joy that this is bringing you. I see the hint of, this, of sparkle in your eye. I know that something big is going to come because of how awesome you feel while you're there. I'm in with you. And I knew that if my wife was in, that that was an act of God, <laughs> that that was my golden fleece moment. That was Jesus riding in the sky, like go for it. And so I went for it. I started every single day fine tuning the skill that was necessary most to have success on here. And that was being able to disseminate the information that was in my head in a way that was palatable for the audience. They received it, they understood it, they enjoyed it, and most importantly, they wanted more of it. I started fine tuning that skill. I started building relationships. I started making connections. I started having coaches like I never had before come into my life and help mold who I am. I started being consistent by waking up every single morning at 5 a.m. and getting on here. And even when I didn't, I did the 5 a.m. thing for about four months after the Grow Your God. But even when I wasn't, there was not a day that I was not on Clubhouse Monday through Friday. I took the weekends off. I set a schedule that worked for me and my family, and I was consistent with it. And lastly, this has built a community for me like no other. I didn't know that during this last almost 18 months that I would endure um, heartache, that I would enjoy, endure uh, a difficult time in my marriage, a season of distress, a season of um, not knowing what was going to happen. I didn't know that it was going to be strangers coming into my life that would lift me up in prayer, that believed in me that would see my greatness and called out my greatness and allowed me to call out the greatness within them. I didn't know that this opportunity was going to bring me mentors like Glenn Lundy, like Stephen Kuhn, like Brian Hess, like Amelia Antonetti, like Scott Simons, like Ramon Ray. I didn't know that people were going to want me to win more than I even probably wanted myself to win. I genuinely believe from the very, very bottom of my heart that when faced with the opportunity you've never had before, 
when God puts in front of you the promised land, who knows that sometimes to get to that promised land, you got to go through a little bit of desert. I was in a little bit of a desert before Clubhouse came into my life. And for me, Clubhouse has become one of the pathways to the promised land, one of the pathways to living the life exactly as God intended me to, one of my pathways of not just stepping and fulfilling my dream of becoming a public speaker, but flourishing in that dream, being a wonderful person um, when it comes to the skill set of speaking because I have had thousands and thousands and thousands of hours of practice this last 18 months. I didn't know that someone I didn't speak to for over two years was gonna see greatness in me so much so that when he saw the power of a platform like this, someone who he hadn't spoken to in two years popped into his head. I don't think that was a really good memory. I think that was God. In fact, I believe with every fiber of my being that it was God that popped my name into his head and said, Jason, you need to give your invite to this dude. You see, if we stop to see the world around us for what it really is, what we should see is God's opportunity left and right, ready for us to just step into our greatness and take it. But what happens? What do you do when an opportunity you've never seen before comes to your life? Well, I can tell you two things that I did. I prayed to God and I spoke with my spouse, my confidant, my partner in crime. Not me, we don't do crime together, but you know what I'm saying. Maybe you're sitting here and you're like, well, I'm not married. I don't have a spouse. Maybe that's your best friend that you can talk things through. Maybe it's the person that you tell all your secrets to and knows everything. And you can say, hey, this is an opportunity I've never had before. What are your thoughts? But wherever you're at today in this room and whatever your belief system is, whether you believe in God or not, universe source, I personally believe in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I believe in the Trinity, and I pray to God. You don't have to always wait to find out if this is an opportunity for the big sign from God to happen, for the feeling in your belly and the goosebumps and the, the, the loud, thunderous voice coming from the bush. Sometimes it's understanding that the voice of God is the opportunity right here in front of you. So if you're sitting in this room, listening to the sound of my voice, and as I keep saying the word opportunity, something pops in your head. An opportunity that you never had before that you haven't fully taken. An opportunity to step into your greatness and you haven't really done that. How, how, do, you, how do you take that leap of faith? Of course, Go to God, go to your spouse. Those are two very important places to start. But ask yourself, does this opportunity offer me coaching? Does this opportunity offer me community? And does this offer, opportunity offer me a place that I can learn to be more consistent? Because if those three things come into your play, life, three things that according to Jay Shetty are the three C's everyone needs in their life, coaching, community, consistency, and the opportunity before you gives you those or has the opportunity for those, then I say, grab the bull by the horn and go all in. You gotta know when to fold them and you gotta know when to hold them. Life teaches you that. But you also gotta know when to go all in. And sometimes when opportunities that we've never had before in our lives, when opportunities come that we never even thought would ever even happen, sometimes you gotta push those chips to the middle and give it all you got and go all in. 
I'd love to open it up for discussion. I'd love to hear some opportunities that you've had in your life that you took, that took you to that next level. And what are some of the things that you would recommend someone does when opportunity comes a knocking? So if you'd like to share, go ahead and unmute and say your name. Not all at once. Well, I'll go and I'll let well, uh, oh, thank you. Voices. I'll let go ahead, Mary no, Lynn, and we'll go, go to the gentleman after. Okay. Well, I was gonna say, so it's so funny because on Clubhouse, um, I was so jealous Glenn Lundy had Clubhouse and I didn't because I had an Android. And I would get mad when he'd spend time on Clubhouse and not with the Rise and Grind Elite group that I was in. You know, not mad, but I'm just like making a joke of it. But you know, I'm like, what's this dang clubhouse thing? So he kept encouraging me to get on clubhouse and Kim Fair, who's in here, who says good morning to everyone, sent me an iPhone because she had gotten a new phone, cleaned hers off, and I jumped on. Well, I, I coincidentally, at the same time, the pandemic, I was in healthcare, uh, you know, work shifted. And I asked Glenn, what do you think about automotive? And he said, go for it. I got on the app. And I connected with all of the rock stars in automotive. I mean, I have been in automotive a year now and like, I know all the best people. I, I got a job in automotive off of clubhouse. I was recruited to become a recruiter off of clubhouse. Um, and then Monday night I was at Tampa convention center, got to see Glenn, got to see David Spisak. Um, last year I got to see Brian Benstock. I mean, I have connected with all the rock stars and I'm so fortunate. I think it would take other people years and years and years to, to get to that position. But, you know, I just got on here and I'm like, that's it. And I remember people messaging me saying, we see you, we see you, you know, we know you're here learning. And, um, it was nerve wracking at first when I started unmuting, but here I am a year later, loving automotive and with all the best people. So, just jump in and do it, I guess, is my, is my story. Well, and I love it because you're loving it. That's what's awesome. And, you know, Clubhouse really is a place that you can come and really fast forward um, relationship building. I mean, we literally have relationships, a lot of us in here with like Grant Cardone and, and, and people that you never would know would know our names and they do because of Clubhouse. It's pretty special. And Mary Lane, I have to tell you, you've been one of the most consistent, one of the most uplifting people on this platform. Um, and I'm so grateful that I have a sister like you in my life because you are my sister from another mister. And my life got better when you entered it. And so you're one of my gifts from Clubhouse. So thank you so much, sis. I love you with all my heart. Love you too. Oh. Thank you. Now go ahead. I know that there was a gentleman that wanted to share. Go ahead. Did we lose them? Dominique, can I share? Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Hi, it's Dominique. I'm all the way at the bottom. Thank you so much. Hi. I was, I joined Clubhouse December 9th, 2020. I've been here every day, never missing a day. Uh, Breakfast with Champions is amazing space. Um, it really helps me. This morning I was even up, um, even earlier with the UK. It seems like there's a Breakfast with Champions UK edition before this one. So it's helping me get, knock out a lot of, um, especially social media stuff, you know, just anything I need to do before daybreak that helps me move the needle. So just like you, Alexander, I had to make a big pivot uh, from teaching in the classroom to um, an online education business, which, so I'm tutoring. I also help people create their courses. So yeah, it's, um, Thanks to um, Breakfast with Champions and this app that I'm able to just really grind it out in, uh, early in the morning. So thanks for the space. I love you all. And I am i can't wait to meet some people. I've met people in other rooms um, off the app. But yeah, looking forward to more connections. Thank you. Done speaking. Thank you, friend. Thank you, friend. You know, I can never find you on the... Um... I don't know this. Maybe the stage is too bad. I literally um, cannot find you. Um, but um, yes, so Breakfast with Winners is what the UK does. Um, and then we do Breakfast with Champions. Now, um, anyways, I was going to make a joke, but they're awesome. We love them a lot. We've actually partnered with them a few times and had some crossover where some of us went over there and moderated. And 
vice versa. So uh, it's just awesome that you are allowing yourself to enter so many spaces where so much incredible information and knowledge is being disseminated freely. Like keep absorbing, keep doing that. So great to connect with you. Who else would like to share? Uh, and it doesn't have to be focused primarily on Clubhouse, but of an opportunity or a time that opportunity knocked and you took it. Or maybe opportunity is knocking now and you would like some help on what to do. Let's, let's like talk about it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, this is Shantae with Flair. Woo! Listen, when you talked about coaching and the consistency, um, for me, consistency in asking um, for that next level opportunity in my business. So back in the early 2000s, um, when the Super Bowl came to Miami, first, most people who graduated with me told me I was crazy to think that I could ever do business with the NFL being so new. I got literally 17 no's. I was not a vendor. And if anybody's ever done um, business with a Super Bowl, you know you have to become, like you got to get a, become a certified vendor. Like they don't just let you do business with them. So I got 17 no's. Like I kept asking. I wasn't asking unprepared. I was asking, I knew I was prepared. The 18th response I got, Alexander, was a yes. I was consistently showing up seeing it in my mind that yes that I got opened up guess what the next two Super Bowls that came to Miami and I didn't even put in for it it also put um opened up that opportunity when the Pro Bowl came to Miami that year as well so I, I said that to say consistency is so key I consistently worked on my skills I consistently put myself before great people and I consistently showed up and I never let go of the coaching so thank you for allowing me to share Woo, I feel your energy queen. And this is what I love about it is it's not just consistency, which yes, absolutely. It's that stick to that you had, that willingness in the face of no. How many people know that if you're gonna have any success in business, you're gonna get more no's than you get yeses. It is very rare. I don't know a business out there that are just flushed with yeses everywhere. Gosh, I got so many yeses, I don't know what to do with them. <laughs> like, no, that's why you have to have your consistent pipeline. That's why you got to continue having those different connections because most people are going to say no. Now, that no might not be a no forever. It might eventually turn into a yes. But initially, people are going to say no. And in fact, in sales, we learned that usually someone takes 16 to 20 touches before they finally will say yes to something. And so it's awesome that it took 18 times, 18 emails to get one yes, but it was your willingness to keep going in spite of the no. And it's probably, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess that now you've done several Super Bowls and a Pro Bowl, that this has led to a lot more success and your consistency and stick and willingness to not be afraid of no have taken you so, so far. Am I right in saying that? Oh, you're absolutely right. And if I'm, unless it's happened recently, I don't know of any other female athletic trainer that was called in to actually cover an NFL combine. That's like the, the tryouts that the guys right. go through back uh -huh. in the day. Like, I sent emails, faxes. I'm telling you, when I got those no's, I got them every which way. Like, email, fax machine. I was not above, like, I just knew, like, it was going to happen. So, yes, you're correct. <laughs> oh, you, and I see, again, girl, you just give us life lessons in your words. I don't even know. She knew it was going to happen. She, had, she knew that the answer was yes. She just had to make sure that she used the right mode of communication to get that yes. If it wasn't a fax fax machine, it was going to be an email. If it wasn't going to be an email, it was going to be a text. If it wasn't going to be a text, it was going to be a phone call. Like, it didn't matter what she wanted. She knew where she wanted to know, go. She knew what God had already ordained to be in her life. She knew the life that she was meant to be living, and she was willing to do the work that it took to until that life came to fruition in her life. How many of us are sitting back knowing and saying and believing that we deserve more, that we deserve greatness, that we deserve to live a life with abundance, that we deserve to have all the desires of our heart. And when the time comes to do the work to get it, we sit back. We tell ourselves every excuse in the book as to why not. We let one no feel like 20 no's. And we stop ourselves from truly reaching the potential that God has for us. Now, see, for me, why does this happen? 
I think it's fear. I think sometimes we stop ourselves from reaching that abundance because we're afraid of the nose. We're already telling ourselves it's not gonna happen. And we're afraid that if we put our neck out on the line and this doesn't work out, that we'll look like a fool, whatever the thoughts are in your head. But you see, for me, the bridge between abundance and where you are now and abundance, the bridge from a fear that you might be feeling now and that abundance, that bridge to me is action. Consistent action. Sending emails over and over until you get the yes. Put, putting up posts, reaching out to new people, having conversations. People don't know about your business, let you talk about your business. Talking about your business with a bunch of people, so too, so much so that when they think, oh, weight loss, keto, energy, uh, better mood, better sleep, they're, they're, all those words become synonymous with me because that's my business. You, my friend, are a superstar. You are proof to everyone around that we can and will have the desires of our heart if we're willing to do what it takes. If we're willing to go for no, we're willing to be consistent. Y'all heard what she said too. She's like, I've never not had my coaches. Even though she's slaying it, she's still getting the coaching she needs to be even more. Every professional singer that we see out there that's winning Grammys, every professional athlete, that's winning Super Bowls or national championships. Every single actor that's winning any type of award or in any movie, they all have vocal coaches, acting coaches, athletic coaches. The people that are operating at the highest caliber in their specific field get coached on a daily basis. And yet some of us here are sitting back wanting and desiring big things, but aren't willing to be consistent to get them. Haven't surrounded ourselves with a community of people that push us to get them and don't have the coach that can guide us to get them. You, my friend, have all of it. I wish you nothing but much success and abundance. And I, I just am so proud of what you've accomplished. I'm excited to see what, the, what those two, you know, couple decades ago gifts that God gave you have continued to just keep blessing you in your life. So thank you for your comment. We got 20 minutes left. Who else would like to say something? Yeah, I'd like to share that joint, bro. Uh, go, go ahead, brother. This is Janissa at the bottom. I just want to say uh, we are surrounded by opportunities but we are not opening our eyes, our minds to it. I remember when I, I had the mindset of being on television. I put in the work because you just cannot say or visualize what you want without putting in the work and executing. It happened so quick. All of a sudden I had an opportunity to have my own TV show. I was afraid. Then I had another television station reach out to me. Then radio station reach out to me, another radio station. We are surrounded by so much opportunities due to the people that we surround ourselves around with. And in life, I believe in the laws of attraction. I believe that when you are blessed, bless somebody else. And that is the way we can get more blessings. And that is one of the main reasons why I support speakers, coaches, and entrepreneurs on a global scale. As soon as I was done with the radio stations, magazines start reaching out to me. So I believe in the vibrations of the universe. The energy that we put out is what we get in return. If we are not attentive and being quite aware of all these opportunities, we will miss out. And Alexandra, I always say, this is your time. This is your journey. Take advantage of the here and now. Thank you. 
Thank you, Yunisa, and I love that story, and I think you're so right, and I think, you know, I love that you brought up the law of attraction, because I'm a big believer in the law of attraction and manifesting. I mean, guys, we can believe in God and also be a little woo-woo, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I still believe in manifesting, because I, 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 I affirm through prayer, I affirm, I do affirmations, I believe all in all these things. And oftentimes, we talk about the law of attraction, and I think that, Yunisa, you said it so well, because the reality is, is that the law of attraction goes hand in hand with the law of action. You can't just in your mind and with your words uh, uh, try to attract. You have to work like hell to go make it happen as well. And the opportunity will arise when you put those two things. You manifest the desires of your heart as much as you can. You believe in them and then you work like hell to make them come to fruition. You have to attract and act, not just attract. It's not to say that by attracting alone, you won't get make, you know, lottery winners happen. But you have to also act. Law of attraction and the law of action go hand in hand. Eunice, I'm so happy for all of your success. I'm so happy for all the opportunities that are opening up left and right. And I'm so happy that you've in turn decided to give opportunity to others who want the opportunity to speak on global stages. And it's really cool to see what you're doing and how you're supporting people like myself who want to create a huge speaker's resume, want to speak globally, have a passion and fire in their heart to go. And now you're creating opportunity for them because opportunity was created for you. Much love, Unisa. I'm excited to connect with you. Uh, who else would like to share? Alexander, can I say something? This is yes. Ray. Of course, Sonia. You know, everything that has been shared on this stage has been just powerful. And one thing that everyone uh, says, and you've said too, but some things that stop people is this. It's your mindset. And you really have to work on your mindset. Because no matter how much you wish, no matter how much you do your affirmations, but if your mindset is not geared correctly and you don't work on that and tap in on a deeper quality, even though you can say, I want this and I want that, and you put it up on your, your vision board, if you don't start to have it start in your brain and your mind and start to nurture that and water it, it cannot come to fruition. So the most important thing that everyone on here, and as an entrepreneurs, because you face a lot, you have to work on your mindset. You have to strengthen it. Because one thing, you're going to learn trial before you learn triumph. You're gonna hear no more than you're gonna hear yes. And so it takes fortification. And so I really love everything that everyone has shared, everything that everyone is building on, continue to do that, but do not sidetrack the mindset because if you don't tap deep into that, everything else will crumble. And I release the mic. Hello. Can you guys hear me? Sorry, yes. my thing. That was, uh, um, was it Patricia that was saying that? Oh, so, so, Sonia, first off, I love how you said it, like the actual tone of your voice and, and how calming you were when you said it. So powerful. There is an inner power within you that really like resonates calmly. And I found everything that you said to be, so, first off, so true but just said in a way that I couldn't stop hearing. I wanted you to continue talking. So thank you so much for unmuting and sharing that. And um, beautiful, so, so, so true. So, so, so true. Thank you, friend. Who else would like to share? Hey, Alexander, like TM. Okay, so TM, I heard you and then I heard a lady before. So we'll go to the, the young lady, then we'll go to Mr. TM. Go ahead, no, go ahead, ma'am. Let, 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 let the queen go. Yes. Thank you. Um, Sorry. So my problem is, is that like, I've got all these things that I think are so important. And I feel like they have to be done in a certain time frame, like immediately all of them. And I can't compartmentalize on which one to do first, because I feel like they all have a certain time frame and they all, the time frame is all ending at one time. So I'm not sure which one to do first, but I think is important. Okay. You know? Yeah, so so basically you have a long to-do list now. Is this all towards something in your business um, 
or is it, you know, what is, what are these deadlines for? Is there different, are they all different opportunities? It's starting at different opportunities, um, like Airbnbs, or if I want to do more mission work, um, I do need to move either. Do I move into a house? Do I do another apartment that I want to stay in? Um, okay. So you're basically at a crossroads in life uh, where you're at a few forks in the road. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple opportunities and you're trying to figure out how can I make sure. Okay. So first and first off, thank you so much um, for having the courage, Angie, to unmute and to share that you're here with us. Uh, I, I would love to freely give my advice. And then I'd also love for any other moderators on here that maybe have a, a viewpoint that they can add, because I think that this actually can help a lot of people because we often find us ourselves in forks in the road. I can go this way, I can go that way. Should I do this? Should I do that? And you never know really, you know, what's the right answer. Uh, you know, it, 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 I will say that there is at some level, um, uh, it's a little bit of a gamble, right? But like I said, whenever I'm faced with a decision, the first place I go to is I go to God. That's for me. Now, I believe that if you're a believer, that's where you should be. You should be on your hands and knees and, and, and supplicating, asking God, you know, this is what's before me. Where should I go? And then from there, I'd love to go to my wife, my confidant, and maybe it's your spouse or maybe you and your spouse are both in this decision making fork in the road period and so maybe you need to go to a friend uh, a pastor a best friend someone that really knows you and kind of talk about these things hey see hey can we talk through some things because what i have found for me is that in just talking out loud oftentimes i can talk and get my own answer before i'm done talking i just needed to say it out loud <laughs> I needed to make that decision be vocal. And so go to a confidant, go to someone that you can, that you trust, that you like where they're, that the way that they're living their life, the what that they've accomplished, you, you want to emulate some of their behaviors and say, hey, this is some of the decision that I'm making. These are the pros and cons. And, and, and honestly, that is a great thing too, as well, to do as a, a pro, pros and cons list. Like for example, something for your apartment, that's at 100% what I would do. Um, okay, there's the pros, pros to a house, pros to an apartment, pros, uh, you know, cons to a house, cons to an apartment, and let's see which one's gonna be better for you ultimately in the end. Um, you know, based cost, based on space, and necessity will ultimately determine that decision. Um, but when it comes to starting new opportunities, this is what I will say. While I do know people that have multiple things that kind of go together, what I have always taught and what I've always heard is that it's hard to chase two rabbits. It's hard to ride two horses at the same time. And so whatever these multiple opportunities that you have going on, I would say number one, what am I doing to make sure that my family, myself, my kids, whatever your situation is, get food on their table and have a roof over their head and live a good life? And how will this opportunity add to that? But once you make the decision to do a new opportunity, whether it is for one hour a week or 50 hours a week, whatever time you can dedicate to that opportunity, you have to go all in during that time. You have to treat it like it's a multi, multi-million dollar franchise that you just purchased and stepped into, and now it's your baby. You may not have the 100 hours a week that it would probably take to do that, but you might have five hours a week. And during those five hours, you're giving everything that you have to that opportunity so that next week when you have another five hours to invest into it, you're even further and even further and even further along. But whenever the opportunity knocks, if you don't go all in with whatever you can commit to going all in to, then that opportunity, in my opinion, could potentially be wasted. And so search within figure out what it is that all these forks that are you're in front of that are in front of you right now, figure out which path you think that you need to go down. And then when you make that decision, stick to the decision and run like hell to make all, make sure you do everything in your power to make sure all your dreams come true. Angie, did, did that help a little bit? Yes, that does help. It does help. Did any other moderator want to pour into Angie before we move on to TM? Go ahead, Dora. Awesome. And honestly, Alexander, you touched on a lot of the things that I was going to say. I would just double down on that auditing piece. Um, 
there's certain things in life that you have been aspiring for most of your life. So think back to what those are, what are, what are still current, which are not, because the worst thing ever is to have this dream. You, you see it all the time with people like, oh my goodness, I always wanted to be a singer. And then they had inadvertent opportunities along the way, but they didn't pay attention to it because they were focused on another goal. And then in life, at the end of it, they're like, man, if I would have just had the chance to sing and those opportunities kind of presented itself. So I would just double down on that auditing of your goals and figure out what it is that you really, your heart skips a beat for, what you don't need an alarm clock to wake up to, and then also audit your calendar. Cause then you'll see where those sweet spots are, where you can make things happen for yourself. And then maybe lessen the time on other things. Like for me, I was, I was putting in a lot of time for uh, ridiculousness. Like it, once you look at your calendar, you're like, oh, look at where that time went. And you go down the rabbit hole and then you start to tighten up your calendar a little bit. And then when something comes up unexpected, I'm easily able to swap something out because I've kind of narrowed down the calendar a little tighter so that I can really put in the time to block out what I need to do and focus on my goals. So hopefully that helps, but auditing your calendar and auditing those goals um, on a deeper level. Um, and that's it, back to you, Alexander. Thank you. Hey, Alexander. Yes, go ahead. This is Ramon, before team, I just want to say to the young lady, the queen who spoke, just remember, you may need more of this. So this one time what you're pouring into from Alexander and others, you may need to get a coach. And I'm not trying to sell to Alexander anybody on stage, but there's some coaches, Alexander or others, who you may need to talk to for six months or three months. So I just want to say to Alexander, because sometimes you know we get excited. Wow, they said do a push-up. Well, you may need that coach to beat your butt for six months to be where you need to be. Thanks, Alexander. Yeah, so good. And Jordan Maria, so good as well. And I just, it's so true, Angie. And I thank you for all, all of you reporting to Angie. And, um, you know, it, uh, when you audit your calendar, you realize, wow, I have a lot of free time. <laughs> There's better ways to, to run this calendar. So I think that's super, that's such a great piece of advice. And it's so true. Get a coach. I'm coach. Everyone, a lot of these people here on the stage have coaches. Uh, we continue to grow and be taught and we just need people in our lives that push us towards greatness and are, are afraid to tell us the hard things. And so um, maybe that's someone in your life already, um, or maybe that's someone here on the stage. But Angie, we're excited to connect with you and look forward to the future. Good luck, my friend, Mr. T.M. What's up, dog? How you doing? Oh, uh, brother, listen, uh, great. Excited about your future because you certainly just got uh, tons of gems, right, from some really credible people. Alexander, man, you always lay down a foundation for us that 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 takes us somewhere right this conversation has been uh phenomenal you know you said that when you act you attract or you know you attract when you act i mean so true right i mean so true a lot of us sit on the fence we're, we're, we're at a crossroads right um not because we don't really know what we want to do but a lot of times we don't know how to do it we don't know how to do it and so that inner circle right i mean when you talked about being at a crossroads between you know the social media show and, and the, the real estate trading right i mean so many of us can relate to multitasking in, in this isolated environment right COVID. i mean many of us are multitasking i've been on three meetings at one time uh and so i was cracking up when you were talking about that but you know you, you talked about making a decision making a decision and the decision being so difficult that you needed help, right? And you needed validation to make sure that you were going down the right path. Many of us, um, we know where we wanna go, we know what we want, but we don't make the decision. We don't seek out like that inner circle, that trusted advisor that helps us to make the decision. So we do nothing. And, and many of us are stuck not because we weren't smart enough, but because we did nothing out of that fear that you talked about, the fear of the unknown, the fear of failure. We gotta believe in ourselves. We have to believe in our ability to succeed regardless, right? You, you gotta try, we don't wanna try. You just have to do it because you don't wanna be, you don't wanna like wish that you did it when you've lost the opportunity. The opportunity comes and it goes so quickly, but believe in your, self believe in the fact that you can succeed and, and even if you 
fall, even if you don't go as far as you need to go, right? Nelson Mandela said, we don't lose. We either win or we learn. We learn the lesson so we can pop our collars, get up and do it again. So let's believe in ourselves. Let's get out of our egos. Let's get the pride out of the way. And let's get some trusted advisors, right? That help us to make the decision so that we can live our best lives. You, you help us to live our best life through your transparency and your vulnerability, Alexander. We appreciate you, Tia. Tim, you're so powerful, brother, and I appreciate those words so, so much. And, you know, I think that it, it's so true. We can't just attract. We have to act. They go hand in hand. And, you know, I, I think about mindset and how powerful that is and that belief. You know, when we heard Eunice share his story, he said, oh, my God, there's so many opportunities around me. And when Dora Maria was sharing, you know, the people who wanted to sing and opportunities came, but they didn't see it, so they didn't take advantage of it. I think it's, they didn't see it because they didn't choose to wake up with the mindset that opportunity was everywhere they went. In fact, they assumed that disappointment was everywhere they went. And so disappointment is what they saw. Do you see opportunities everywhere? Are you constantly being presented with opportunities you've never seen before? They're there. Are your eyes open to them? Is your RAS in tuned to them, your reticular activating system in your brain? You know when you get and a I'm, new car? Sorry, oh, Alexander, it's slowly to let, I'm, I'll pop in after you, I put you a pause in. Oh, I, I was just gonna say, you know when you get a new car and all of a sudden that same car, same color, you see it everywhere? You're like, geez, everyone got my car. <laughs> That's your reticular activating system. You've activated your RAS so that you see that more. I want you guys to get off of this message today, this segment today, and activate that RAS to opportunity. Activate your eyes to all the blessings and abundance that are around you. The choice is yours to act and go get them. Act so that you can attract. Lolita, go ahead. I love it. And yes, it's so true about the car. You see it everywhere. Like what in the world? You know, I just wanted to pop in and add on to what we're talking about, particularly as related to coaches or those folks inside of our lives that we didn't even know existed. We didn't even know inside of us. We needed some help with somebody pulling the greatness that we don't yet see. And it comes everywhere. That's why coaches have coaches. You know, when you have the mentality that I deserve more than where I'm standing right there. I'm worth it, right? I'm worth it. And I might not be able to see because there's all of these distractions here, but if there's somebody that's right there that can walk with me, just walk with me, partner right beside of me to help me see those things. And it's such an amazing, it's such an amazing situation. So when that somebody comes in and how do you find that somebody, people ask me all the time, how do I make sure that I got the right one, right? Sometimes it's trial and error. But then there's this thing called Clubhouse. And the beauty is consistency. The beauty is listening intently, right? Listening intently, getting that feeling, that feeling inside of you that, huh, I could really lean into that person. That person really poured into my spirit in only a small share. But not hiring that person right then, right? Nope. Nope, not hiring that person right then. You want to do your due diligence and make sure that that person, right? Because every coach is different. Every coach has the same intention of really taking you from where you are and leaping you beyond where you stand right now. But everybody does it in a different way. And that way is something that is attraction, something that comes from research, something that comes from listening to them and then researching them. Right. Dora Maria had an awesome segment. Um, you could probably go back on a podcast, but she was talking about Clubhouse and how all of these there's all these strangers and there's some good ones. And then there's some not so good ones in discernment. Right. Especially when we're in places where um, th there's situations where we become vulnerable in spaces. And that's amazing. It's through vulnerability that we are so um, we discover ourselves. And so to wrap it up, what I want to just lean in, especially um, with the young lady, I think it was Angie who talked before, right? The power is in your ask. And I love that. The power is in vulnerability and sitting in it. The power is listening intently and recognizing that I'm ready for a shift and I'm going to lean into it now. And then the power is then finding someone who touches your spirit differently 
so that then you allow them the grace and the space to be able to propel you. And there's so many people in safe spaces that are able to show up. So keep on looking at them, listening intently, and then doing the work that they're gifting and then deciding that that is the person that I want on my journey. I've done research, I've heard them consistently, and I've reached out and I've heard other people that have also had testimonials from the great work that they've done inside of their lives. This is Lolita and I hope that helps and inspires somebody today. Thanks, Alexander. Thank you, Lolita. Woo, that was fire, girl. Fire, fire, fire. And now guys, thank you so much for everyone that's been part of this segment, participating in the segment, for all the comments, the questions, for all the moderators that chimed in to help and pour into people. I'm just so grateful to have such a wonderful community of people to be a part of. I wish all of you an abundant day. I pray that today, everywhere you walk, all you see is opportunities and that it feels like you're walking on sunshine. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.